What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I'd be lying if I said she hasn't written a story or two for me. It's the one and only confused-looking <laughs> Teresa. I got it. What do you, don't make me pull out those books because I thought about pulling out those books and reading to our friends a story oh, or two. Hold no, on. Let me say hello to everyone. Say hello to our hello friends. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? There she is. For a second, I thought, wait, who wrote stories? And then it hit me. It was our friend Ben. And the second thing, I was like, when did I write you stories? But you're right. I sure did. Runaway train never coming back. Yeah, you wrote me and I'm not going to do it. Guys, don't get too excited. I was going to read an excerpt from one of the stories. You, you were? I was. And then I, I flipped through. So to let you guys in on what I'm talking about. The first couple of years of our relationship, you would always gift me a storybook for our anniversary. Yes. About the year, about, about what we've done. It was, it is still, I just went back and I looked at it. I got a little, a little Yeah, you emotional. cried. The first time I gave it to you, cried. Because it's so thoughtful. I think it went month by month or yeah, event by like event. That. And it was illustrated. Did you make, you didn't make the illustrations. Well, no, I used this online server. Yeah, it's like stick figures mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's super thoughtful and yeah it puts ben's story to shame ben should be ashamed of his story regardless but in comparison to yours i also gave you to for our first wedding anniversary i made you this like wooden photo book yeah from the year but because it A was picture book it was covid all the pictures are ridiculous because they're just from our apartment it was basically a quarantine <laughs> book. It literally was. It was us doing some fun stuff, some a little, the mini moon we did. And then it was just the first year of COVID basically. So all the photos are just me taking fun photos of John in the apartment when he like pulls his pants all the way up oh and dances. <laughs> That's <laughs> not going to make any sense to people. <laughs> no, but when I look at it, it's... It's ridiculous. Yeah. We had a good time. We did. In quarantine. We did. Um, but yeah, so you then made me three books, mm -hmm. three story books, all amazing. Thank and you. yeah, that's that's what that reminded me of. But <laughs> well, yours were actually thoughtful. My books made sense. Yes. Right? Yeah, you you put your books made sense. Right? You put a lot of time and effort <laughs> into them. They made me cry. They made sense. They made for a nice little intro here, I think. So. I think so too. I'm like now getting emotional just thinking about it. We'll have it. to look through it because I really was like, I should read a page or two of the book. And then I was like, this is way too personal. Yeah. And we don't need to I be, agree. we don't need to be bawling like Darcy on this podcast <laughs> when we start reading it. Agreed. But you and I should go through them because yeah. now you got me thinking and I haven't looked at the book since I gave them to you. It's but been it years. It's really nice. It's really special. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Guys, welcome. How's it going? What an episode. Before we get into it, a couple housekeeping items. Follow us on social media. Really easy to do. We're on Instagram, mainly at Married to Reality Pod, or also on Facebook. And some of you have found us there. Some of you have messaged us there. So that's awesome. Keep that coming. Keep it coming on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time. We got a meme this episode, I think. There was, we got it. We got we to gotta meme this episode. We're going to meme this. We meme it. We meme it. And it will come soon, I think. But. It takes, it we we get so hard on ourselves with these memes, I think. Especially you guys. I know. I do come up with memes and some of my memes made it to the page and you guys loved it. But some of them get shut down by this 
critic uh-huh. over here because he's <laughs> like, critic. no, like that, that's that's too much. I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, that's that's too general. I feel like I you guys would like it. I like it. I John, know. you're too, what's the word? I'm critical. Very critical, I'm but critical. not not that's not the word. You're too perfect. Mm. You're I'm a perfectionist, a perfect, yes. and so am I when it comes to certain things. But hey, memes are ridiculous. I feel like you can meme anything. You put it out there, and we're gonna let you guys judge if All it's right. good or not. Let's see it. Then you've set yourself up. I think you. I'm you gonna. Should, you I'm should. gonna come up with a meme. Perfect. Okay, so make <laughs> sure you guys are following us on Instagram for that, and that's at Married Reality Pod. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Just look down and smash that follow button, guys. So, <laughs> smash it like it's as hot as Gino's bald head. <laughs> because we finally got to see it up close and personal. As soon as you started laughing, <laughs> I knew it was going to really? be that. <laughs> yes, yes. Smash it like it is as hot as. Let Gino's me add to head. it. Smash it like it's as hot as the front of his mm. bald head. Because yes. the back, it's like a Christmas tree. The front is pretty good looking. <laughs> that could and, have been the meme. And damn it. <laughs> Maybe it still will be. Maybe it still will be. No, leave it in. Leave it yeah, in. Yeah, and the bag is just like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay, yeah, smash it like it is hot. And if you haven't left a review, please do. It means so much to us when we see those reviews come in. So come on. What are you waiting for? It doesn't have to be a novel. It could just be a rating. It could be, uh, thank you guys for doing what you do. That's it, right? You guys can show some love to John. Show some love to me. He works hard on this podcast, Woo! guys. I feel like I'm, sometimes I'm just here hanging out with him, but he does a lot of the hard work. I'm so glad you finally recognize that. What are you talking that? about? I know that. I just don't tell you so it doesn't mm. get in your head. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, but we're yeah, both. he does a lot, guys. He does a lot. I feel like I'm, I'm the fluffer over here. I just say what's on my mind and I chat with you on social media. Yeah, you're running the social media. <laughs> you're, you're pulling your weight. That's for but sure. But yeah, you do a lot. Thank you. You do a lot. Thank you. So, Speaking of reviews, I have one. I love to read reviews. I feel like it pumps us up. I love reviews. Before the pod. Okay, here's a five-star review from our friend Neptune Vegas. Neptune Vegas, I love it. I love Vegas. Never been to Neptune. Not yet, but maybe. Neptune, California. Ooh, shout out to Veronica Mars. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, that's right. I don't think it's a real place. Guys, I love Veronica Mars. I've watched the whole season I mean, all the seasons several times. Guilty. <laughs> okay, I've never seen it, but... Really? You, you, I even watched it in Czech. In Czech. Mm-hmm. Then when I came to the US, I watched it again in English. And I actually watched it during the pandemic. All right, don't bury the lead here. We're talking about Neptune Vegas. Neptune Vegas. Okay, not Veronica Mars. <laughs> Five stars. Good reality review show. Mm, I like it. I like it. I was looking for another reality review show to add to my list, and I found Married to Reality. Woo! That's us. I thoroughly enjoy listening to John and Teresa talk about 90 Day Fiance and Darcy and Stacey. Okay. Shout out to our girls. All right. A couple Silva stands (laughs) ourselves right here. I like their perspective, especially since Teresa is not from the United States. That's for sure. She may be from Neptune. Um, John's. Oh, here's something about me. John's voice reminds me of Archer in parentheses. H. John Benjamin. I recommend it. All right. I have to look up. Wow, look at that. You've watched Veronica Mars. Have you watched Archer? I have not. Have you? No. 
but, but now I feel like I, now I feel like I need to. You have a beautiful voice, by I the way. I don't think that's true, but. Thank you. I saw a meme, guys. I saw yeah. a meme. It was a person throwing up. And the meme just said, <laughs> when I hear a recording of my voice yeah. and I relate it. Yeah. I relate it because Nobody. I hate my voice. But for whatever reason. Oh, stop it. You're fishing for compliments. No, no. I'm saying for whatever reason, I really love podcasting. So I'm really embracing it. I'm embracing it. it. People love your voice. Are you kidding me? This you is the first is. comment we've gotten on my voice, and I don't know if it's good or bad. It's people, good. People comment and review and say, I can listen to Teresa read a phone book. I can listen to, <laughs> to, to Teresa sing me a lullaby to sleep. I still don't understand, but oh, I don't what, I know, thanks. <laughs> what I know about myself, my voice, and it comes from people who I talk to on a daily basis, my friends, my family members. Once you get to know me or you guys listen to me, you forget it. I have an accent and you just think of me as, oh, that's Teresa's voice. Oh, that's true. Yeah. A lot of people told me that. And one of my close friends I work with, she's like, I don't even hear that you have an accent anymore. I just, that's your voice. Right. Of course. Yeah. So I feel like I have to just get out of my head and be like, everyone hates their own voice. Mm-hmm. It's not just me. That's for sure. And... That's it. <laughs> Jesse probably loves his own voice. Oh, he loves He's everything about <laughs> himself for about sure. Himself. Okay. Thank you, Neptune Vegas. We really appreciate that. And guys, keep them coming. If you haven't yeah, left Yeah, thank you very much, Neptune Vegas and Veronica Mars. Yes, maybe, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So before we get into the episode, what about a little 90 day, by the way? Yes. Okay. Yes. This, this, I usually try to keep it light. I try to keep it fun, somewhat comical. These are... Sad stories with happy endings. Okay. All right. These won't be the most laugh out loud. These won't be the, this is not going to be the most fun edition of 90 Day, by the way, but that's life. Okay. So sad stories, happy endings is the theme of this. Let's do it. 90 Day, by the way. Okay. Number one, you guys probably know it, but we'll put it out there. If you guys aren't following the social medias like we do, Jeffrey of Jeffrey and Varia was sentenced to 18 years in prison. Whoa. It's an appropriate sentence, I think. For what he's done? Yes. Yes. And here's here's what he was sentenced for. Aggravated kidnapping, domestic assault, and interference with emergency calls. So I don't want to get into all of it because it is a bit of a downer and it could be very triggering, but he committed the crime. He's going to pay the time. That's good. I'm glad because he deserves it. He's done those things. You got to, you got to. And if you, as John said, it's triggering. We're not going to talk about it. But if you guys want to know more, I'm sure Google can answer all your questions. And as I was reading up on this, I was reminded what a peach Jeffrey really is because they brought up his criminal past. This is not his first brush with the law. I know. He, He was convicted in the past for possession with intent to sell of a controlled substance. What does it even mean? He was he, selling drugs? He had enough of a substance on him where they're like, oh. that's not for personal use. You must be selling oh, that. Oh, gotcha. And I think he was because he was also charged with two federal drug trafficking charges. What? Yeah. How did they let him on 90 days? Seriously? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when all this came out, if he was already cast. And- well, you do a background checks. I know, but I'm saying this could have been happening as he oh, was being okay. cast. Gotcha, and it, gotcha. I mean, you could be charged with something. 
I, I like to subscribe to innocent until proven guilty. I True. think that's what America's yes. all about. So he could have been charged with these things and not convicted. Who knows? But yes, 100%. I just hope that 90 Day and Mavs and all these freaking shows that we all love do background checks because oh, yeah. they had to do an excessive background check for my job. Mm-hmm. And I don't do anything that crazy right. <laughs> for a living. So if they do it for regular jobs, they better do it for crazy shows like this. Well, that's the difficult part, I think. And you hit the nail on the head. These are crazy shows. We want crazy people to watch and crazy people do crazy things. Yes and no. There are crazy people who are just crazy, but they didn't commit anything crazy. Sure. Fair enough. Jeffrey is, that's out of this world. But I I, I could look past a little possession with intent to sell. I could look past that. I think, especially if it's weed, it's, you know, that's legal now in half the country or whatever it is. So you got to have a little crazy if you're going to get on these shows, but he went way too far. He's going to pay the price now for it. And as he should, good riddance to him. Let's just hope we don't see him and Varya on Love During Lockup. So I'm glad you said it because that literally crossed my mind. And I now I'm thinking, is Varya going to wait for him? Let's I, say he was I, uh, sentenced for 18 years. He's going to behave well. He's going to petition the courts. Maybe he gets out after 10 years. Well, right? I think it's a no chance of parole. Really? And I don't know how that works because it seems like people are getting out all the time. It said 18 years, no chance of parole. He'll get out when he's 60 okay. something or whatever. Will she wait? No. I Will she wait a year or two and, and fight the case? Perhaps. But I don't see her waiting 18 years. But who am I to judge? Yeah. I don't understand how she could still be on his side. I know. Well, people get Stockholm Syndrome. They Listen, I would hope that you would take my side if I was ever. Not that I would ever, of course, do something as heinous as that. But I would hope you would be like, nah, John couldn't do that. Well, if there was a proof that you did it. Right. I know. You'd have That's to the thing. go like, with the evidence. There was a proof. Oh, yeah. He was convicted of If it. someone said, oh, John did something terrible, there is the proof. I know. I couldn't take your side because you did something wrong. And I'm glad. You know because, what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm glad. You should go with the evidence and do what's best for you. And what's best for Varya, totally. I think, is to move on. Move on. Varya. And okay. we're going to move on to. Let's move on to number two. Another sad story with a happy ending. So I don't know if you saw this, but we all remember... I want to say it was the tell-all for Happily Ever After with Brandon, Julia, Betty, Ron, right? And there was, they alluded to the fact that Ron was battling something. Yes. Okay. Well, it came out, Ron and Brandon did a video Mm -hmm. and it came out what Ron was battling. Did you see this? No. Am I just repeating? Okay. Colon cancer. Oh. So he went for a colonoscopy. I don't know if I forget, and I should have took note of this, if something made him say, hey, I should go get something checked out, or if it was just his age. He went, got a colonoscopy. They found something, small tumor, and went through treatment. He did what he had to do for a few months, and the happy ending is now they checked back, and he's good. Yay, that's He's awesome. He's good to go. That's awesome. So shout out to Ron for that. I think they put out this video on the 4th, which I think was World Cancer Day, National Cancer Day. That's my Day. dad's birthday, by the February way. February 4th? <laughs> well, tell him to get a colonoscopy. You did the video with I, me. I did. My dad just had a colonoscopy oh, really? like six months ago because 
I'm gonna get a little personal. My dad was on a waiting list for a kidney transplant. Yes. So when you do this, they have to check that everything else is okay, so your body can accept the kidney. Mm-hmm. And my dad finally got his kidney oh, at yeah. the end of December. That's was, another sad story, happy ending. Yeah, it was beautiful. I cried for days. I cried in work meetings because my dad just <laughs> told me like five minutes before one. I mean, that's that's the best news you could get, I think. How long was he on the list? Like two or three years? He was on the list for a little over two years, but yeah. it takes about a year to get on the list. So he was battling this over three years. Yeah, and it's great news. He's got the kidney. It's working out well for him. It's a, be- it's a beautiful so, story. So nasdravi to Karel. Nasdravi to my dad, um, yes. But he got the colonoscopy. Yes. And as we all should. Guys, I got a colonoscopy like a year ago. You did. Only because colon cancer runs in my family. So I'm not, I think the age is 40 now. It's 50 plus. Not, if it's, it, not if it's in your family. You no, no. If it's not in your family, no. But guys, if you get it, they're going to email you. A beautiful photo <laughs> of your car. We had it hanging on the fridge for a week. <laughs> Guys, I was clean as a whistle. So that's all good news too. Clean as a whistle. People couldn't believe. A beautiful believe. colon. You have a beautiful spotless. colon. Spotless. <laughs> but it's uh, super easy to do. They knock you out, get a nice little nap in. They check it out. You're in, you're out. You get a beautiful parting picture. It's like when you go to the amusement park and you take the log ride and you get the photo of you going down the log ride. No? Never been. Log ride is probably not the best euphemism for a colonoscopy. I don't I don't follow. The logs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Anyways, guys, do it. If if you have any uh anything bothering you and you got the insurance or whatnot, even if you don't, go get your colonoscopy done. Check it out. We're saving lives on this podcast. We are saving lives. So do it. Or I did we'd it. I'd like to think that. It was fun. Your dad did it. We're all doing it. Go do it. So Your good. dad did it too. My dad did it. Yep. Um, so thank God. Brandon's dad, he did it. It's all good. He's good. So cheers to- Great news. Cheers, great news. To, cheers to Brandon's dad. Ron. Cheers to Ron. Thank you. Cheers to Ron. Cheers to Corral. To everyone, take care of yourselves, guys. You only got one meat vehicle. You only got one of these bodies of yours. Very so. true. All right. That's it. Those are, those are the, by the ways, you know, a little sad, but then happy endings. Love it. Okay. Love it. Turn this thing around. All right. Let's talk about Sunday night, <laughs> 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days, episode nine. Let's talk about Gino and Jasmine then because, woo! What a freaking episode. Okay. It's, it's trouble in paradise, folks. For sure. It is. So remember last time when... Gino got caught or got called out for sending nudes of Jasmine to his ex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jasmine hasn't forgotten. Well, I have to say something, right? And we'll get there. But just to set it up, I felt bad for Gino literally until today. Like, oh man, she's using him. She's using him. Yeah. I don't feel bad for him anymore because no. he has some past. Oh, I never felt bad for him. He knew exactly what he was getting well, himself into Well, he did, but I Jasmine. thought like, all right, here is this naive person in his 50s. He just wants love. There's this <laughs> hot girl who's into him for whatever reasons. I felt bad because I was like, she's just using him for his money. And well, I did change my mind. Yeah. Jasmine is still totally cuckoo, which I'm loving, mm-hmm. but I don't feel bad for Gino anymore. No, and because Gino's a liar too. 
Yes. She questions him saying, you know, you sent naked pictures of me to your ex. And he's like, what? He's like, oh, yeah. For damn sure I didn't do that. And you can see his face. He's like, his eyes are like all over the place. Like you can tell he's lying. Yeah. And why even lie? Because a second later he folds like a lawn chair. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> Jasmine shows the screenshots and he's like, okay, yes. Yep, I did it. But only to show how hot you are. He's like, I was just flexing. Okay. This is so ridiculous on so many levels. But the main issue I have with this is if you're flexing, if you're trying to make your ex jealous, you're not over her. There's no reason to try to make someone jealous if you've moved on. I guess. I never thought of it because I I never had a need to do any of it. Any of this? Of, no, I would hope not. But he shouldn't be talking to his ex, let True. alone let alone be like, look at her. Isn't she something? Aren't you jealous? Why True. do you care? Why are you trying to get her jealous? Because you still like her. Well, I guess, I mean, you made a good point, but I would, I had to say this. I could understand if he was flexing with photos of Jasmine, not naked photos, photos right. of Jasmine, if his ex broke up with him. Right. And he was so hurt and he's like, you know what? I found someone. Look at her, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not saying it's right. But look at what you're saying. I'm not saying it's right. Look what you're saying. You're saying he's hurt and trying to get back at yes. her. means he still cares about her. I guess. But he was the one who broke up with his ex. So he right. says. So he says. So why do you have to flex with her boobs? Mm-hmm. Why? Like She's a woman. I feel like women, and correct me, ladies, if I'm wrong, you can see the face and that's enough to make someone jealous or not, right? Or a bikini shot. You could see what she's yeah. working with. Why would you send a photo of her topless? Oh, it's disgusting. That's literally horrible. I mean, send it to me, Gino. Why, why are you wasting this on your ex? Don't send it to John Gino or you're going to have a problem <laughs> with me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with you. The whole thing is crazy. You shouldn't be talking to your ex. You should have moved on. Forget what you're sending, photos, texts, otherwise. You shouldn't be talking to her. One hundred percent. And it is a little evil and sick to think he broke up with her, and then on top of that, I'm gonna rub it in how hot my new girlfriend is. Like if you really did break up with her, Gino, that's an insult enough. Yeah. You don't need to then send hot body pics of your current girl. I think he's one of the people who he thinks he can get the attention. He loves like sharing it. Like, oh, look what I've got. Like, ugh. Like. Oh, for sure. Because he doesn't get that caliber yeah. of woman. I'm just going to say this, right? If you really want to flex and be like, oh my gosh, like, let's see. Let, let's show my ex what I've got. Maybe they still follow you on social media. Right. Maybe like let them see it on their own if they wanted to. But yep. going the extra mile of talking to them still... And sending these photos that I I agree with Jasmine. She he invaded her privacy. Completely. That's so freaking wrong. Again, I, I think I could understand if he's somehow is so insecure or so not over something, he would send a photo of Jasmine over her face, right? Yeah. Or like you said, because I think that is a beautiful way to get revenge if you want to get revenge, is just post the photo. Yeah. You know your ex is gonna see it. Yeah. Even even if your ex blocks you, she has friends. Yeah, you, it'll get back to her. Yeah. You don't need yeah. to send nudes. But here's where the story falls apart even more is apparently on top of sending the photos, he was trash talking Jasmine. Mm-hmm. 
telling his ex how crazy she is. Well, he didn't say, oh, Jasmine's crazy, but he basically was describing, oh, she gets crazy when I mention my exes, which is true. Okay. Um, she, gets, she gets crazy when you mention anything. Oh, she's crazy right now. But I'm saying, yes, he shouldn't have said it 100%. He shouldn't have talked to his ex to begin with, right? Right. That's where I stand on this whole thing. No, I'm 100% with you. But I'm saying like, he wasn't necessarily saying, oh, Jasmine's crazy. He's like, oh, she gets crazy when I mention my exes. And yeah, it's poor choice of words. It's it's a poor choice of action. Yeah, it's poor behavior <laughs> yeah. all around. He's totally in the red here. He's in yeah. the red mixed with baby blue here. It's, <laughs> it's bad all around. Jasmine's pissed. She gets up and leaves. She says she'll never forgive Gino for what he did. So she's done with yeah. him. If this whole thing is actually true, if he did it and all that, I feel bad for Jasmine because she's nuts. She's totally crazy, but no one should be going through this. Like him sending her naked photos to someone else. Like that girl, if that's the whole storyline is true, that girl could be like, you know what? I'm going to share it with someone else. Sure. And it's out there. And not to defend Gino, his behavior is despicable, but to, I don't know, spread some more awareness to folks. This is why you don't send nudes to strangers mm -hmm. because Gino, for all intents and purposes, was a stranger mm -hmm. to Jasmine. They were not in a real relationship at this point. And Jasmine sending nudes to this stranger, you don't know what this guy's going to do with them. You don't know who this guy is. So I get it. If you want to have a little little video sex with your significant other or send some nudes, sure. But do it once you're in a committed relationship mm -hmm. and you can trust that person. There was no reason. There's no way you could trust Gino at this time. So not that it's her fault, Jasmine's fault, or that she had it coming to her. But come on, folks, don't be sending nudes to people you don't know. 100%. Thank like, you. don't send nudes to, don't send nudes of someone else to anyone. No, if no, no, you no. Wanna, are, you, are you misunderstanding my point? No, I'm not. I'm saying don't send your own nudes to a stranger. Sure, You're but I'm saying Gino resent. Like, let's say Jasmine sent it to but him. But forget that. Forget that. I'm saying Jasmine should have never sent them to Gino in the first place. Because she has no Gino. But she he can't paid trust for him. this vacation. These nudes or came. maybe. No, these maybe. nudes came before. Well, maybe she didn't send it to him. Maybe he took them. Like, we don't know what shots are those. Mm. Like, she could be like, oh, Gino, like, before sexy time. Like, I thought she said, I, I sent these oh, really? to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Don't send nudes, to, pe don't send nudes to people you don't know. Because those nudes are, are going to end up somewhere else with someone else you don't know. Most likely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's cut to the bungalow where Gino is trying to apologize, but Jasmine's just like, shut your mouth. She is, I've never seen her this enraged. She's we've seen so her. so furious. We've seen her enraged when you mix the wrong paint colors. She's this, like, you're ooh. still talking to the biatch. <laughs> and he's like, I shouldn't have done it, but I was putting it in her face how hot my new girlfriend is. Dumb. It's so dumb. It's so sick. It's so twisted. And this is where Gino really pissed me off. He pissed me off before, but he said, I just wanted to put it in her face. It was a joke. Sending those pictures was a joke. No, no, no. I thought it was, you made me look like a crazy Latina for no reason. I thought the telling the ex that she was crazy because it was a joke. He's like, well, that part, that was, that part was a joke. 
I Honestly, think, so much happened that yeah, it you was might all, be right, I might be right, who knows? No, it was a it was a ball of craziness. Yeah. It was hard but to keep track. Long story short, this was no joke. Whatever no. he was trying to achieve, Gino, it was not funny. Out the door goes the electric toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like, what did you throw away? <laughs> She's like, it's something stupid, like something I don't need. It was a heartfelt gift. Heartfelt gift right out the door. So Jasmine's like, you just lost the only person who truly loved you. All you have now is your money to spend on sugar babies. And this is where we learned that apparently Gino had sugar babies. Yeah, I heard murmurs of this when the season first started, but I never knew we were going to get confirmation on TV. Well, we did. Basically, Gino said, the producers that asking him now, and Gino's like, yeah, um, you know, I was on like regular dating websites. Didn't really happen to me, happened for me. So I just went on other dating websites and yeah, I did pay girls to go on dates. And they were like, did you pay for dinners or did you pay the girls? Mm-hmm. And he paid for both. Yeah, I'm sure he paid for the, the dinner too. Yeah, yeah he but paid he paid the girls. the girls. So basically... He did have sugar babies, and we saw a screenshot from a while ago saying his allowance for the sugar babies is like 200 to 250 yeah. for a meetup. Yep. Oh, Gino. I mean, that seems like a good deal to me. Like, he better get a job soon. <laughs> so the, the, she's freaking out. This whole time, he, I don't know if this is a good move or a bad move, but let's use a dog reference maybe because she treats him like one he's kind of just playing dead this whole time (laughs) right he just sits on the bed doesn't really say anything he keeps his cool which is probably a good technique when arguing with jasmine well there's nothing he can say because he he did all those i know he kind of just you cannot fight something that you did you cannot when someone accuses you of something and you actually did it and you admitted it, you cannot fight it. No. So him just sitting there being quiet, that's literally the only thing he can do. He can be apologizing. Well, he, there should have been probably more apologies and there should have been, I don't want to lose you. I love you. You mean everything to me. Please don't go. Don't do this. He just sat there and took it. I think he thought until now that he is like, he is the American with the money and She's the beautiful piece of meat he got, but Mm -hmm. he still thought he has the upper hand. Maybe, right. And it's disgusting to say, but maybe he felt like a little ownership over her. Yes. Until now when some things get... And I honestly, when we saw the previews, I thought that it's not true. I thought that Jasmine just being crazy, she made things up, right? I never thought that he actually is going to admit to all of this. I know. I'm glad he did. Oh, yeah. I'm glad because now we can have a real conversation about it. Mm-hmm. When it's he said, she said, who do you believe? Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Ben and Mahogany or whoever, or whoever it's I was gonna just turn gonna say. to be. And this is, I don't know why when they came on the screen or when he came on the screen, I said, I love this story. Teresa, I don't know if she's as fired up about it because as I am. I don't want this to turn into the Williams or... Mm. These it's already better than the people. Williams. He's, oh, he's is, in another country. I'm hoping it's going to turn into David and oh, yeah. what's well, her face? Lana. Lana, that she actually did show up. 
Right. Because I want to see someone. I don't care if it's mahogany. I don't care if it's someone else, which I hope it's someone else. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope it's someone who shows up. Otherwise, it's like, bleh. Yeah, what are, what are we doing here? Yeah. Could have been an email. Exactly. Could have been a text message. Exactly. Okay. Um, God's workout plan. God's it, plan. God's workout God's plan. plan. It's, his, <laughs> it's his new workout that he's doing at the gym with his shirt off at a public gym. What are you doing, Ben? Why is your shirt off in a public gym? You look good for 50-something. That's not what I'm talking about. That's really your reaction to that? I see a lot of people without a shirt at the gym. I at really our do. gym? I did see a topless guy at our gym, yes. We don't live in one of those six states. What's happening here? I don't know, but I guys can show boobs anytime that they is, want. But that's disgusting. It just gross. Yeah, it just gross because you're sweaty equipment? and you touch everything. Yeah, and you're gonna smell more. You have no mm. barrier between you and the rest of the world. I agree. I agree. Well, you were not faced by it. You're like, oh yeah, he looked good. I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about. It's disgusting. I Other guess people I use that. I guess I would be pissed more if I saw him at our gym or at the gym I'm at. Yes, I agree with you. I'm I guess on TV, sure. it just. He's just flexing a little bit. There's got to be, he's, he's flexing, he's at the gym. Mm. There's <laughs> got to be rules. I feel like hanging on the wall, that's like, got to wear a shirt, got to wear headphones, right? Oh my gosh, that's pissi- that pisses me off even more when people don't wear headphones that are blasting music or worse, singing. Ooh. Literally yesterday, I thought I'm going to smack that guy. Oh boy. I didn't. COVID. <laughs> okay. So, okay, he's working off his stress and disappointment of being stood up. He's at the gym, burning some cows, burning it off, working through the anger. Teresa says, drink when you're angry. Ben says, work out. No, Teresa didn't say it. Teresa said, have a glass if you need to blow off some steam, don't get drunk. Okay. Very different. Very different. Ben chooses the exercise route, which I support. I mean, I do too, but... Both schools of thought on this podcast. (laughs) Have a drink or have a workout. Either can work. So, all right. He's like, I risked so much to be here for Mahogany. And she wasn't there. What did he risk? I don't know, but what always makes me laugh is that he always makes it sound like this has been so long in making. Meanwhile, they've been chatting for three months. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Months. What did he risk? What did he invest? He bought a plane ticket and a hotel, maybe, if 90 didn't pay for it. I mean, we don't know his financial status. Maybe he lives paycheck to paycheck and this really put him out Okay. for a couple of months, maybe. Maybe he risked not being able to pay bills. Who knows? Mm, okay. Well, he thinks he risked a lot. She didn't show up. So what do you do? What do you do when you're in a predicament, when you're not getting your phone calls answered, your text returned, when your your ride's not there to pick you up? What do you do? Well, you wrote a story, which I could still put my mind behind if you wrote a story about, I've traveled so far, I thought I'm going to see you, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Isn't that a Linkin Park song? I don't know. I tried so hard, I traveled so far. (laughs) In the end, it doesn't no, even matter. No one even showed up. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, he wrote a children's story. He wrote I'm a story that doesn't make any sense. And the best part was that he's like, "I hope Mahogany understands. 
It's like, dude, <laughs> we played it several times. I don't understand. Do you understand? Understand, Florian? Do you understand? Let me let me read you an excerpt from Runaway Train. I'm glad you got it because I was just laughing. <laughs> Best best-selling author Ben, uh, New York Times bestseller, The Runaway Train. So there was a runaway train, every passenger's nightmare. Brakes failed and a sharp turn ahead that created panic. <laughs> it sounds like a snippet from the girl on the train. Oh. Yeah, I don't think. What this is this is a, a murder? A murder story, Ben? I, I don't think this is that original of a children's story. But okay, everyone was panicking except for one couple sitting across from each other. The gentleman in a black suit winked to the woman in the red heels. Okay, let me let me bring something up here. How are you a couple if you're sitting across from each other and he's in a black suit winking at a woman in the red heels like he doesn't know her name? He. You guys aren't a couple, and this is this is actually says a lot about Ben because yes, he thinks let's, yeah, let's poke some holes. He thinks story. he's in a relationship with mahogany, right? Look at you. You guys aren't. You guys Look are literally you. strangers on a train, which would be a better name for the story. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, except everyone was nervous except a couple who weren't sitting next to each other and didn't know each other's names. The guy was wearing a black suit. We get it, Ben. You look like Johnny Cash when you travel. The woman <laughs> in the red heels, okay? He smiled, winked, stood up, reached his hand out to her. Now all of a sudden people are laughing and clapping, which I don't know why, but they whirled and danced up and down the aisle. Okay, this is the story. I seriously, I'm confused. Strangers on a train. What's the, just, what, do you, what don't you get? There's a runaway train, of course. Every passenger's nightmare. <laughs> There's no brakes. Couples dancing. Beautiful story. So does it mean they're all going to die? Uh, it's a little ominous. Right? It's a little ominous. So like That's the end? Well, he writes this story. He sends it. And then, he, and then he said, this is, again, another text. Baby, my beautiful mahogany, the train is already going too fast to stop. <laughs> Let's just dance. Very poetic, but it doesn't make Very a little poetic. sense. Very, like, Titanic-y. I think you would really need to be on... His level, his mental level, an English level to understand. Right. <laughs> I don't think Mahagony is using freaking translator. She's going to be like, WTF mm -hmm. did he just send me? This guy, I think, reads a lot of erotic literature. That I think, well, I also think he's a very, as we know, he's very religious. Mm. That definitely has something to do with it, too, because... Me, as someone who is not religious at all, I seriously don't understand. It sounds to me like he's telling her, like, all right, we're going to die. Yeah, there's let's, no way. Let's die together. Let's have fun while we die. Let's dance yeah. to our death. There's no way he came up with that story by himself. First of all, Runaway Train is a very common name. Well, he was song. a priest. Ooh. He may have. Well, he, he probably, oh, it's like a sermon yeah. almost. Mm. I just think he borrowed it because it really doesn't make much sense. There's Does no not. train in the relationship. There's been no dancing. There's, I think he must have borrowed this. I think this. it's just, um, what's the word? Euphemism? Yes. Oh, okay. I, all right. Well. Okay, he calls his friend Jason. And Jason is the friend who basically said, I told you so. Yeah, open and your eyes. And he's about to say it again. Open your eyes, see what's in front of you. She might not even be real. Did you even write her a children's story? Like, <laughs> I just want to make sure you did everything right. Did you write her a children's story? Tell me you wrote her a children's story. And he actually, it literally, 
what he said was a long way to say, I told you so. <laughs> and now Ben is like, well, I mean, am I being catfished? It's happened in the past. Dude, you are. Which is even more embarrassing that this is not the first time he's been catfished. Like he didn't learn his lesson. No, he did not. Yeah. Still God's plan. So he wants to go where she lives and text her and see if she'll meet up. I'll tell you one thing, right? We are an international couple. I'm all for international love. Like you just love is love. It can be you can find an American person. You can find a person from There's Russia. No borders to love. You can find literally persons from whenever. I would never, ever go out of my way, especially travel, to meet someone that wouldn't even FaceTime with me. Right. Different story with us. Like, be met at the bar. If you didn't show up or if you look different, I would just be like, oh, shit, I'm 10 minutes from home. I'm just going to walk home and I will never see you again. Of course. To get on a plane, pay all the money, took time to take time off from your job. To go to visit someone who wouldn't even FaceTime with you, mm -hmm. which that's a literally a big ass red flag. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand how some people can be this crazy, this naive. Well, I don't want to shit on religion too hard. There's a time and a place for that. But I think, <laughs> I think as he says, God's plan, God's plan over and over again, you can convince yourself of a lot of things and- If if you're willing to convince yourself of a lot of things in religion, you can convince yourself of a lot of things otherwise. All and right. that's what he's doing here. God's plan. He got catfished before. I would assume that you at least learn a lesson and be like, hey, Mahogany, I'm loving, you know, we're talking. It's great. I'm sending you money. Let me show your face. If you show me your face, prove that you're real. Right. Let's get on a FaceTime. I'll come. I'll help you out. We'll see if it works. I would not freaking fly to South America to chase a ghost who sent me one 10 second long video. Hello, this is Mahogany. Hello, right. how is it going? That's it. And you can literally get it on a, on a web. I can go, I can Google videos of pretty girls. I can record it on my phone and I can send it to people pretend that it's me. Of course. Literally. Of course. But besides all of that, she told them don't come. He's in the airport and she's like, don't come. Well, My dad doesn't want you to come. Hey, you, you don't tell someone don't come when they are at the airport about to board a plane. But don't go and expect her to be like, oh, hey, I'm so glad you came after she said don't come. Well, I don't. I'm pretty sure he told her I'm buying a plane ticket. I'm coming. She should have told him, hey, don't buy a plane ticket. Don't come. Don't wait until <sighs> this dude sitting at the airport. She's and you're like. Fuck, it's not me. I don't look like mahogany. I'm probably a 50-something-year-old woman who's insecure about her looks. Mm -hmm. I don't want him to come. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're, I don't know. He's taking a lot into his own hands that he's not being encouraged to do by her, like getting in a cab and going to her town. Don't get me wrong. I'm loving this. I'm loving this, and I hope someone will show up. I'm just saying from a same person perspective, Yeah. I would never go... I would never do this unless I see that this person's there, especially after being catfished. No, I know. Learn your lessons. No, I know. So he's crazy. He, Holy crazy. He puts on his shoes because he's got to hide his feet from mahogany. It's the worst part of his body. That's probably the smartest thing he said since we met him. Yeah, but it's still also 
a very egotistical, self-indulgent or self-infatuated thing to say, like, oh, the, my feet are the worst part of my body. I wish, like, G- I wish Gina was aware of this. Well, f- feet are, I would say, the worst part of most of our bodies. You have beautiful feet. Well, I know. I'm an exception to the rule. <laughs> but to be like, everything everything about me is great. My feet, I should probably wear shoes. It's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, that's that's good. You should probably wear shoes. So... Ben, of course, still hasn't heard from Mahogany, but deciding to go to San Bartolo, where she lives with her parents, and is going to be like, here's where I am. Come meet me. So he gets a cab, asks the driver if he knows any restaurants in San Bartolo. Driver suggests Malanga. Mm, So Ben's like, head into Malanga, be there at eight, meet me there. And all of a sudden she texts back. But it's not what he expected. She basically texts back, um, San Bartolo, uh, the, the distance from San Bartolo and Lima is too far. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's like, you're not going to acknowledge anything. And it's basically, she's afraid that he's coming and she just trying to tell him, no, don't come. Well, she should have been like, oh, I'm in the hospital. Like make up a better yeah. excuse. Don't be like, why are you driving so far to see me? That's, yeah. that's not your concern. If he's there, he's going to expect you to show up. It's also not that far. I thought it was farther. Didn't it's like you an look hour, it up? It's like an hour and 10 yeah. minutes. What I mean, distance, Mahogany? What's the distance? It's pretty far for a cab. I mean, yes and no. I thought it's like six hours. It's nothing after you've flown nine hours. 100%. But you're saying, oh, it's, the distance is so far. Yeah, it's no. Like, I'm saying that really? excuse doesn't make any sense. No. Come up with a reason why you're not going to show up but to also, the restaurant. don't forget, she's using a translator. Ooh. She was probably trying to say something else. This is what came up. Right. Well, I mean, even Ben's like, I don't know what that means, but I'm glad she responded. She didn't tell me to leave. She didn't tell me to eat a bag of dicks. So that's a good <laughs> sign, right? Just the fact that she responded, he's he's feeling very positive about this now. Well, the cab drops him off at Milonga. Mm. So he goes in with his luggage, which I thought was a little weird, dude. Just checking into your hotel and then go to meet her. Yeah. Oh, man, that's presumptuous. Is he expecting to meet up with Mahogany and then spend the night at her parents' house? I'm pretty sure he had the suitcase. You didn't see it? Yeah, maybe. Because he put like a bag into the cab and then the cab dropped him off at Mulanga. He had it with him. Interesting. Okay. So he's at this restaurant sitting there by himself. 35 minutes goes by. No sign of anyone. Starts to get deja vu. It's reminding him of the airport and doesn't even order food or anything. It's like you're in Peru. Grab an appetizer while you wait. Try the local food. Mm -hmm. Right. He's probably living off of his hotel mini bar. He probably just eats the pretzels, (laughs) goes to the gym, eats the pretzels, goes to the gym. Like, come on, man, order, order a drink, order. Yeah, get something, get something good. Nothing. 50 minutes goes by. No mahogany, no text. The only thing he's got is a spiritual connection he can't deny. Oh, Ben. All right, here's a question. Do you think we'll get to see someone by the end of this trip? Yeah. I hope so. I think so. I hope so. I think so. I, again, it's a woman. I know it's a woman. Well, he spoke to he her spoke on the phone, to, so it must woman. be a woman, but... Or, I don't or a think girl. it's mahogany. Or a young girl. Her no, name I, her name might be mahogany. 
Yeah, but I don't think it's the girl in the picture. I think it's someone older, someone who's insecure about her looks, who's hiding behind this pretty girl. For, or I'm telling you. way younger. She could be 16. I, again, I don't believe that 90 day would allow that because that would be way worse than the other crazy things it would be that terrible. happen on the show. But do you- It would not allow it. it do you think a 50-year-old would say things like, my dad doesn't want you to come. My parents aren't home. No, but she could home. be 20. She could be 21. I don't think she's underage. You said you think she's 50. I said I threw it out there. I don't right. know. But I'm saying let's look at the evidence. She's saying, no, my parents aren't home. They don't want me here. You think she's just playing a young girl? Because no 20-something-year-old in the right mind, I think, would use that as an excuse. I think a lot because I think a lot of, People from South America still live with their parents and they respect their parents until they're in their thirties. That's a good point. A lot of my friends, they're my age, some of them still live with their parents and they you have to follow the parents' yeah. rules if you live in their house. Because I was gonna say here in America, if my parents if I was twenty six years old or twenty four and my parents said, Hey, don't have Theresa over, I'd be like, Sure, okay. And then as soon as they left for dinner, I'd be like, Theresa, come over, like the coast is clear. Well, but that would be disrespecting your parents because then if that happened with my parents and I did it, they would find out. I would be like, all right, you either need to pack your shit and yeah. get out of here or you're going to respect our rules. Yeah. But what if I was like, mom, it's God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> what, what then do you think? I don't know. I have no answer. <laughs> She'd be like, well, it's no God's answer. plan for you to be grounded for a month. So mm -hmm. go enjoy. I really think that either she is 20 or she's 40. Who knows? But I don't think she's the girl in the picture. And I think all of you guys can agree with me. Yeah. And if it is her, surprise me. Surprise me. Prove me wrong. Okay. All right. Let's take a quick break. Let's collect ourselves. And we'll be right back. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> we tell should a all. Seriously, tell a friend. Tell a friend about the pod. If you haven't, <laughs> we've all got one. Guys, friend. do it. And also, that was a nice intro to next week's Super Bowl. Oh, guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Well, I wonder if 90 is going to be back. Going to be back because of the <laughs> Super like Bowl. I like when you rap. I don't think so. I should have checked. I don't. We'll check. We'll check, think, guys. I don't think so if I recall from last year. True. But we did watch the Super Bowl. We watched Bowl. The, the big SB. But yeah, shout out to Eminem. Yeah. I created a monster, but nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want 90 day <laughs> fiance. <laughs> All right. We're Look back. We're back. We're back. Yes, with you are. <laughs> oh, okay. We're back with Caleb and Alina. And this, this might be it. It seems like this is it. I think it is it. The editors, I think, did their magic and made them disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is it for them. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm sad to see them go. I just wonder what they cut out. Yeah. They definitely did cut something out. Can we peel um, back the curtain a second? Yes. Let's do it. So, well, how was, far, how was, far back uh, do you want to peel it? Well, let's just peel it because I feel like we can be honest with our friends. Guys, this is not the first time we're podcasting today. Oh. We actually already did it. We finished the episode. We were happy with it. And then we watched the episode on TLC. What made us What made us want to watch it again? Well, we wanted to check because so. Oh, no, it was because the Caleb and Alina. Right. So we watched it on Discovery Plus. Let's start from the beginning. We watched it at like noon. Yeah. 
today, Sunday, and it was a repeat of Caleb and Alina. Yes. So basically, they ducked up. They ducked (laughs) it all up. They were playing the clip from last week. So we thought, okay, well, this is a mistake. Let's watch, but let's not cover them. Let's check it out later on TLC. Right. And how little did we know? They fixed it. It wasn't let's not cover them because we were boycotting them. It was let's not cover because we covered. Yeah, because we already covered them last week. It was the same exact thing. But we're like, let's double check when it goes live tonight to see if they corrected their mistake. What do you know? They corrected their mistake. And not not only Kelly Malina, they also ducked up Memphis and Hamza. So oh, for yeah. you guys who watched it on Discovery Plus, you literally watched what's going to happen next week. And they ducked up, because I like the autocorrect, keep it PG, they ducked up Gino and Jasmine. Oh, yeah. They showed a little too much. And I'm not talking about Gino's bald head. They showed a little <laughs> too much. So basically, for you guys who watched it on Discovery Plus, and now it's corrected on sneak D+. Peek. You got a sneak peek. You guys who watched it earlier on Sunday on Discovery Plus, you got to see the real sneak peek for next week if it's going to air because of the Super right. Bowl. Well, here's what I was going to say about the mess up and the sneak peek and the editing is that at the end of the episode on Scenes for the Next, when we watched it this morning, mm-hmm. it showed Caleb and Alina like FaceTiming their parents. FaceTiming Caleb's parents. So that's where I'm saying, what did you guys cut out? Because they, yeah. Kind of invested in the storyline. And, and would that's like why to see I said that. they definitely did come some, cut something out because on the corrected version that aired on TLC tonight, and also now it's corrected on Discovery Plus as well, they basically, this is it. There this is no more. There is no more. Say la vie. They ducked up and they decided, I guess, that this is the end of their segment for so many reasons that have been going on. Sure. And... Yeah, but we got to see we got to see more and it messed our flow up a little bit. But yeah. hey, we're gonna fix it for you guys because if we didn't, we would be dropping Spoiler some major spoilers. So okay. That all being said, I think we'll be able to fix it in post. But yeah. if there's a little weird jumpiness or you noticed it earlier in the podcast when we were trying to cut out these spoilers from Gino and Jasmine, just know that that's what's happening. Yeah, so don't judge us. We're going to be doing a lot of editing ourselves. And a lot of rewatching the same thing. So uh, better with us. Okay. So let's talk about Caleb and Alina. I mean, not much happened. They went out for dinner. It was the first time they were together without Elijah. Yeah. And I I felt his absence. I did too. Oh my gosh. Elijah was 100% missed because he brought the liveliness. Mm. To this couple. No sassy outfits. Ugh. No uncomfortable table games. Never have I ever. No sassy sayings. No sassy sayings. Yeah. He was definitely missed. And what we get is a little bit of putting it all on the table. Where, of course, Alina is pressing Caleb. Give me answers. That's all I want. <laughs> Tell me, are we a thing? Are we not? Caleb is, he's holding back. At this point, he, he knows he knows how he feels. He doesn't want to come clean just yet. He keeps saying, I wish we could extend the trip. Which I believe him. I believe when he says, I need more time, I get it. Like, they've been together for, what, two or three weeks? Well, I, I, that's, that's not enough 
for a regular couple when someone does not have any special needs. Three weeks is not enough. This 100%. is a very different situation. I just feel like he gave a couple explanations to the camera mm-hmm. and one to her at the end of the segment of why it's not going to work. And those things were already predetermined because one of his things was, well, we live halfway around the world from each other. I don't know the next time I'm going to see her. It's like, y- you knew that a yeah. week ago. It's not like she just moved to Russia while you guys were in Turkey. No, but if things were working out, maybe one of them would be moving. Like, you don't know. But let's talk about this. But I do appreciate his honesty. Like, I really do appreciate oh, him being honest. It was honestly the segment. I thought it was so good of Caleb to do then and there because he could have let her on. Oh, yeah. He could have hopped on the plane, gotten back to Arizona and said, hey, thought about it some yeah. more. Not going to work. But he Or he, just ghost her. Like, or just ghost that's, her. That's the modern thing to do. That's the mahogany thing to do. But um, <laughs> but he didn't. He, he, he went face to face and that's big of him. And there's something else he could have done, which he didn't do which is throw Elijah in Alina's face and say, look, if you didn't invite Elijah, we would have had every day together, every second together. I could have gotten to know you more, but you you had to bring him. So that got in the way of us. I thought you were going to say he could have thrown Alina in his backpack. No, and that's my other complaint. Okay, and I'm the only reason I'm sad to see them go is because she has not yet taken a ride in his backpack. She took Maybe a ride she did. Maybe they're just that's not showing That's very true. Us. She took a ride on the disco stick. Did you she get? Sure did. did you get in the Jansport? Did you hop back there? The baby Bjorn. The baby Bjorn? Because I want my money back. <laughs> if, right? Show us that footage, TLC. Yeah, TLC definitely ducked up yeah. um, a big time. A yeah. big time. But let's not focus on that no okay so caleb he kind of does the whole it's not you it's me thing when he says it's out of respect for you i know you need a lot you need an aid but it's true it is is true true. it is true um so he is he's being honest like that's a very honest answer and i appreciate honesty like no matter how much it hurts you always want to hear the honest answer because if you don't then you're going to have this false sense of hope that eventually it's going to disappear because you're going to re- figure out the sure. reality of things. Sure. And yeah. sorry to cut you off. No, I was just going to say, so being honest, Tom's up to for Caleb. Yeah. And what I was going to say is he also could have continued down that path of you lied to me. Yeah. You, you had your boyfriend, you were living with him, you lied to me, I can't trust you. He kind of uh, abandoned that. And went with a more honest, authentic yeah, answer. I, I mean, kudos to Caleb. I have to say at the beginning, I wasn't a big fan. He still does things that I question. But I do like him for him being honest. I do appreciate this side of Caleb. Mm-hmm. I think he handled the situation like a man, yeah. like an adult. The, like only, an adult. the only trouble I had with Caleb was was his bobby pins. I don't know. If oh, you, my gosh, he did. Did you he see the bobby, bobby pins, pins in there? I mean... I haven't worn bobby pins since my bar mitzvah when I needed <laughs> it to keep my yarmulke from flying off. Is it bobby pins or bobby spins? Bobby pins. Not bobby spins. It, it depends. If a guy named Bobby was wearing them, they might be Bobby's But it's like bobby, bobby invented them. That's a great question. It's not going to get answered on this podcast. Because I used to call it bobby spins. 
And then I saw it on New Girl. Yeah. Nick, for you guys who watched it, Nick was calling it Bobby Spins, and she was correcting him that it's Bobby Pins. Mm, and it I'm is like, Bobby Pins. so it's is it Bobby Pins or Bobby Spins? And I feel like ever since I keep saying both. Bobby's Pins would be a great <laughs> name for a bowling alley owned by a guy named Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, Bobby's pins. Stop Come it. Come on then, play a frame at so Bobby's, it's Bobby's pins. Bobby pins. Okay, Bobby, I'll Bobby I'll try pins. to remember because I, I do say both. I go back and forth. Okay. So let's back to Aline and Caleb. They go on a ferry ride. Literally nothing happens. Yeah. They're, they're like, just, well, we're going sightseeing. Yeah. They don't see any sights. They just continue the same discussion of what are we? Yeah. Give me a label. Doing it on a boat. We need a label. Now it's just on a boat. Mm-hmm. And so they get back to the hotel. Caleb's doing some yoga stuff, centering shirtless. himself. Shirtless, of course. But he's not wearing one of his, um, what do you call it, leggings? Yeah. Lululemon leggings? He's got jeans on. Must be uncomfortable. He means business. Mm. Well, he wants to talk to Alina before bed. And this is, this is the honesty of the segment. Mm-hmm. This is where it all comes out. He makes it clear. I care about you, Alina. And when I say I need time, I'm being serious. I'm just not used to dating little people. Yeah. And he he said, I told everyone that it's not going to be a big deal, that we are a little different. Poor choice of words, big deal. Mm -hmm. No big deal. But it is a big deal. He's like, it is different. And I'm used to being independent. And the fact of being in a long-term relationship, taking care of you, scares me and I really appreciate the honesty. He says, I don't know if the life I want for myself is one of helping someone so much, which sounds like such a selfish thing to say, but not saying it would be way more selfish, leading her on so that you don't have to to be the adult or to be the honest and truthful one. That would be more selfish. He, that man. Yeah. No, no, he, he is honest and it's not for everyone. Like, she needs to meet someone who will be willing to help her. Yeah. And Caleb saying, this is not how I picture my life. Yeah, it's harsh. It sounds like, oh my gosh, look at this asshole. He came all the way to Turkey and now he's doing this to her. But in the same time, it's like he came to Turkey to see if he can do it. Mm-hmm. And he realized he cannot. And he's just being truthful to himself and to her. And kudos for that. Definitely. She hits him with a, I thought you were different. Well, I didn't think you were one of them. Well, she's well, heartbroken, but Caleb says he cares for her. They want to, he wants to stay friends. Sure. He's just being honest. Yeah. I mean, they've been friends for 13 yeah. years. I don't, I would hope this wouldn't change anything. It's going to change things a little bit for sure. Maybe for a little while. Again, you go on the show, you're going to get so much attention. She's going to forget about Caleb in a second. He's going to forget about her in a second. I don't think you can. If you bang your best friend, I don't think you can come back from that. That's a good point. That's a very good point. I, just, I have some really good guy friends. I never bang them. Good. So, I know, but I'm saying. <laughs> you, you bang your best friend. Well, you are my exactly. best friend, obviously. Exactly. But I'm saying I, I have a lot of good friends from like growing up, from childhood. I have more guy friends than girlfriends. I never had. You better not bang them. <laughs> I'm saying I've never been intimate with them whatsoever besides them holding my hair when I was throwing up when I was 16 I got drunk that's what best friends do exactly but I'm saying I can't even imagine if I did like we would not be friends (laughs) yeah you know what I'm saying the thing I wonder is are they really best friends were they really in a relationship was this for TV 
how serious were they in a romantic sense? I think they were friends. I think they were friends. I don't think they were best friends because being a best friend is a lot of responsibilities. Like you're my freaking best friend. That's right. But you were my best best friend when I met you. You were my best friend. You're my best. <laughs> You're my best friend. No, but we built the friendship while having a relationship, which That'd is be beautiful. Another, another great Hooters like uh, restaurant. Breast friends. <laughs> Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. Also for guys, like all these ideas are for guys. That's so not true. Bre- I guess Bobby's pins. Is- <laughs> There's bo- <laughs> there are female Bobbies. <laughs> What do we talk about? I don't know. Whether or not they were real friends, best Yeah, oh, friends. okay, okay. So I think they were friends. I think they talked maybe more often in the past year and a half. Yeah. They felt some sort of way, maybe romantically about each other because it was new and exciting and they were planning to meet, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think there was anything beyond that. Yeah. No, I, uh, I think you're probably I right. don't think Caleb had a ring on him. No, he so, was no, 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 yeah. exactly. So, right, is that even 90 Day Fiance? Yeah, it's like 90 Day Scam. Hello. Yeah. So <laughs> this uh, this continues with our theme of sad start, happy ending, because they're gone. A lot of people want them to be gone. We'll take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And good riddance, Alina. Yep. All right. Memphis and Hamza? Memphis and Hamza. Hungover? <laughs> In Tunis? Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> as we said, guys, we have to... We already did what's going to air next. Yeah, we we, uh, we lived in the future. We lived in the future, so now we're... We, we podcasted about next week. We're or, doing it again the right way, so it's morning. Back in time. It's Yeah, it's hangover time in Tunis, and we learned Hamza put on quite the performance. Yeah, he performed up to Memphis's standards. That's what I'm saying. When you get a little alcohol on you, just the right amount, there's a certain level where you are on your game. Okay, it's a performance-enhancing drug. Coming from the oh, expert. easy on the coming, <laughs> easy. You really leaned into the coming. Gee, the podcast was not like this when we recorded it earlier. I say I, ducked up. I know they were ducking. You said ducking. We recently. saw ducks duck. Oh, we did. Goose. Saw- <laughs> <laughs> we. I think we told that story. We did. We will. We did. Who knows when podcasts are coming out anymore? I am so confused. But they uh, they got busy. Mm-hmm. Performance standing ovation. Round of applause. Memphis is happy now. Mm-hmm. Happy but hungry. Me. Me hungry. Me hungry. You hungry. Me hungry. You hungry? Stop talking to him like he is a child. <sighs> Treat him like a child, is, you'll get a child. If this is the level of English you're talking to him, this is the level of English he's going to learn. Yeah. And I really don't think the language barrier is that big. I have to say something. Coming from someone who learned the English language 11 years ago plus, when I learned it in America to be an au pair, right? Mm-hmm. My English was very broken, but sure. no one spoke to me like I'm a freaking baby. What I did, I paid attention. I picked words I knew. That's how I was kind of figuring it out what people were saying. So if right. someone said, you hungry, right. it would be the same thing if they were like, are you hungry? Exactly. Literally. Right. The main word, uh-huh. that, that's the that's the meal. That's what yeah. you're latching onto. I yeah, I don't get it. Now there was people who didn't baby talk you. They also didn't correct you, which is something that you didn't experience until you met no me. No one ever corrected me. Um, my host dad corrected me a few times, but 
not as much as he should, but in the same time, that wasn't his job right. to correct my English. I think they just appreciated me being able to communicate. Oh, for sure. And I did ask, actually, I did ask him for correct to correct me, and he did it here and there, but not, not like you. No, and I'm sorry, it's a blessing and a curse. But it's I think, no, I but to give you all the credit for this. You really helped my English because you started correcting me on things no one ever did before. Yeah. And so after like a year or two of us dating, I met my host family and my host that said, Teresa, your English is amazing. Hello. He literally said, he's like, you speak way, 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 way better English than you did. And I'm like, well, that's my boyfriend, John, because <laughs> he did help me a lot. And that's the thing. Hamza's almost going to have to learn English twice because he's mm -hmm. learning it the way Memphis is talking to him. And then he's going to have to relearn it if he ever comes to the States and wants to speak proper English. She's doing him a disservice. Yeah. Imagine he moving to the U.S., applying for a job. He's like, me one job? Right. No one's going to hire him. Right. Yeah. yeah it's, it's very frustrating. She doesn't need to talk to him like that. As you said, if she just said, I am hungry. That would be just as understandable, mm -hmm. if not more, than me hungry. He's going to pick up on the hunger. It's like, do you want a coffee? If Even if you don't understand, do you want to? He's going to pick up yep. on the coffee. Like, believe me, been there, done that. And if you, repetition, if mm -hmm. you speak properly enough over and over again, he'll learn it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they go to a cafe to eat because me hungry. And also me want to have a serious conversation. Also me want to have chicken, fish, and steak. Also, me want to get those fat boobies. <laughs> I love, love a fat booby. She's like, so you want to have, you want to have a fat girl with big boobies? He's like, yes, <laughs> yes. See, that, that I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, not the not the body type preference. I don't understand that conversation. I didn't exactly. Know. I don't think he really understood. I think he heard boobies, big boobies, right? And that's what he was. But I going thought maybe after. he was trying to fan her up, like fan those boobies up, bigger boobies, or if he was just like, it's okay if you are bigger as long as your boobies are bigger too. I don't know. I that didn't was follow. this is all I picked up. Well, Memphis gets out the <laughs> translator, not for that conversation, but for what she brings up next, which is the prenup. And she asks if Hamza knows what that is. Mm-hmm. Of course he doesn't. It's not very common over there, if done at all. And so Memphis explains if they divorce, he doesn't get any of her money. Yes. Well, they don't have prenups in Turkey. And I have to say, I don't know if we have prenups in Czech. I never thought of it. I never thought I'm ever going to get married not when I was Turkey. in Czech. Tunisia. Tunisia. I'm so sorry. I was like, I was still back with <laughs> Alina and Caleb. Tunisia. Hamza said they don't have prenups in Tunisia. I'm saying, I don't even know if we have prenups in Czech, but I guess it would make sense if we do. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. Maybe it's interesting because you guys were a communist country until 20, I guess 30 years ago, right? Until 1993. Three. So I wonder if things changed then. If that would matter. No, 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 until 89. I'm so sorry. So I until wonder if 89. things would change, if that would matter. 33 years. Okay. But it's not, it's obviously not common in Tunisia. And so Memphis explains and Hams is like, what, you don't trust me? And Memphis puts it on Hamza. This is where we like what Caleb did with the honesty. I feel like Memphis is not being honest because she puts mm -hmm. it back on him. Like, no, it's not about trust. You might change your mind. You might decide after we're married, you don't want to be married to me. I also feel like the way she approached this was wrong. 
if someone doesn't know what a prenup is, you need to take time to explain it to them. Not to just be like, so it just means that you cannot take my money. Like, um, yes, in a shell, in right. a nutshell, but there is more to it. Sure. And she just didn't do a good job explaining. And I understand Hamza being confused and uh, thinking that, oh, so you don't trust me? Well, I think about Michael and Juliana, rest in peace to that relationship. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they did get a prenup, but they went to a lawyer. True. And it was explained to her like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, this isn't really to protect just Michael. This protects his kids. You too. And his it protects everyone. I mean, it depends what you draft up, right? I don't know. We don't have experience doing that. But it doesn't just protect one person necessarily. And so, yeah, there needed to be more of a conversation. Yeah, she she should have found a lawyer in Tunisia who could explain it to Hamza because she, I think she like scared him with well, okay. what she dumped at him. It's interesting you say that because she basically puts it out there and goes, sign the prenup or we're not getting married. And under his breath, Hamza's like, okay. So my initial reaction was, oh shit, were you scamming her? And now that you hear about the prenup, you're not into it anymore? Mm. You think maybe otherwise. You you truly believe he's hurt by this. I think so. I don't think he's scamming her because he's like she's saying so much shit. She blows up every single little thing, little argument they have. She makes a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Literally, she's making a camel out of every single mosquito in Tunisia. There you go. And so I think he's slowly getting really annoyed with her. I think he's slowly realizing that, wait a minute, this is not the lovey-dovey relationship. Hold on, let me do it. Let me do it before it gets too far to to make the joke. Straw that broke the camel's back. (laughs) What? You've never heard that saying? No, say it again. Wait, say it slowly. The straw that broke the camel's back. No, I've never heard that. Oh my gosh. Why would you break a camel's back? Why would a mosquito turn into a camel? Okay, you explain. It's just enough weight, right? You just keep adding, adding, adding. Then the littlest thing, just a straw, you put on the camel, back broken. Why would you be keep putting stuff on a camel? It's a euphemism. Why don't you say a donkey? It's the saying. I don't know. Why do you say a lot of things? <laughs> You've never heard that? No. Oh, my gosh. Have you heard needle in a haystack? Yeah. Okay. You say it a two-inch check. Okay. Well, glad you understand that one. Well, I was just I was just riffing off you saying he's going to turn a mosquito into a camel. Well, that's what we say in Czech. And I say straw that broke the camel's back. Fair enough. Okay. So I'm with you. I think enough is enough and he's getting fed up and this is the last straw. He really is. And you can see that everything she says or does is just, she's like nitpicking everything. Like, oh my gosh, like he told me he was two years older. All right. Yes. He shouldn't have lied to her, but it's so silly. Right. And he's trying. He's like agreeing with everything. He's showing her around and she treats him like a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and literally I think talks that's to the him. bottom line. Like talks she treats him like a, him like a kid. She talks to him like a kid. She's telling him that sexy time wasn't good. You would need to Ugh. perform better. If someone told you that or someone told me that, I would be like, mm, all right, so you perform with someone else. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I need to find a new partner. Was she freaking grading his sex performance? Yeah. This whole thing is just wrong. And I think Hamza, who thought this was the real deal seal, is now realizing that Mm -hmm. there is a lot going on. Okay, so New Day, they're heading to the embassy. 
Hashtag big commitment. Hashtag marriage. Hashtag you ready? She's like trying to fire Hamza up. And Hamza sounds about as excited as Florian before his morning coffee. He's like, yes. Understand. I don't want to get married. Understand. I mean, yes. Yeah. So they get there. Memphis has to go in alone. Yeah. Which I was a little surprised about. No, you have to. You have to. Did you hear? She goes, she's like, I have an appointment at two for marriage. <laughs> it's like, what? I feel like she just talks to everyone like they're idiots. <laughs> Maybe she's the idiot. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that the god was an American. I think no. it was a Turkish person. Tunisian. <sighs> Tunisian, Teresa. Tunisian. We just talked about Turkey. I know. It's the last we're going to talk about Turkey this season, I think. I Get know. it out of your system. If I you know. Want. Until Thanksgiving. Get I it out. I just put Turkey on our bucket list. I feel like that's why it's in my hat. Okay. All right. Um, okay, so outside Hamza is doing a little one-on-one with the camera and he's talking about he's hesitant <laughs> to go through the marriage now. Yeah, I mean, I'm with him. Lack of trust, the negativity. He, he's not totally on board anymore. But hey, Memphis came back and she got the paperwork. She didn't seem that happy either, though. When she walked out, I was like, oh, shit, she didn't get the paperwork. But she's like, I got the paperwork. I thought she's always unhappy. They're, no, it's two people acting like they should not get married. Yeah, I mean. There's zero excitement, zero love. Nothing between them says, you guys should get married next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very concerning to me. Well, but she said, I'm relieved that things are going well and we can get married. Yes. So in the car. So she says. So in the car. Memphis is asking about the plans for the wedding. <laughs> What's the plan? What are we doing here? And Hamza goes, surprise. <laughs> Nobody wants a wedding surprise. Maybe maybe back in the hotel room after the reception you want a surprise. You don't want the wedding to be a I surprise. I think the surprise is going to be that the wedding is not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So then Memphis starts talking about the cost of the wedding and asking like, Hamza, do you have any money? Like anywhere? Savings accounts? Checking accounts, Bitcoin, NFTs, anything. Are you broke? What's the situation here? And Hamza just goes, no. <laughs> He's either hungover AF or this is the most unhappy groom oh, no. I have ever seen. He is seen. so over it. And he says it. She puts me down. She humiliates me. I'm over this. Because yeah. that's not how you ask someone. That's not how you talk to your future husband. You can be like, Hamza. So what about money? Do you have any savings? We should talk about this, right? Not to be like, do you have any savings account or are you totally broke? <laughs> who, who speaks to also, another person like that? Also questions you should have asked and gotten answered before you flew oh, yeah. to another country. Yeah, because she's like, I want to do everything 50-50, so. Yeah, once you get to the States, we're going 50. We're going halvesies. Okay. Uh, All right. Keep thinking that. Keep your fingers crossed. I mean, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we could tell you what happens next week. <laughs> we're, not, we're not gonna. You guys can watch it yourself and then we'll talk about it. But woo! Okay. Um, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Last couple. Mike and Jimena. Mike's last night in Columbia. This is the big night. So he's at this beautiful restaurant with a beautiful view. He he got there early. Okay. He he had some things to take care of. He wanted to tie some balloons to the back of chairs. He wanted to find where the bathroom was in case of any unexpected emergencies. <laughs> in and case he drinks the water. In case he drinks the water. And he, and he wants to plan this proposal because that's what's going to happen, folks. We're going to have a proposal here. 
Yes. A public big proposal. The whole family is invited. Well, Mike is like, well, I invited Jimena's family as well because they're very close. Mike, they would have come regardless. <laughs> if he only invited Jimena, these guys would show up. Well, he wanted to show them how serious he is about Jimena. So I get it. I'm not a fan of public proposals. Everyone's different. I know people love it and nothing wrong with that. I'm I'm down for a arena proposal. I'm down if you want to get on stage or show it on the big screen. I'm down for that. Not for me. I'm da- I was going to say I'm down to watch it. I'm down to be part of it as a friend. Yeah. If you did it to me. Nope. I would not like it. That's yeah, an intimate moment for us, but it is. And I love not to get into our personal life, but I love what you did. Thank you. We're not going to get into no. it. We've said it before. Okay. So the whole family's there. They, uh, they want to they be a part of this too, I think. They're How kinda, are you sure they're? They're kind of coming around to the idea of Mike. Yamir, very impressed with mm-hmm. the scenery. He's like, the view. Look at the view. And it was a man. I was like, how pretty. It was a nice setup. It was. It was. It was much better, I think, than like if Corey had done it, it would have been a waiter holding a poster board saying, will you marry me or something, (laughs) right? I mean, Corey did the whole balloon thing. It's just she she didn't see the sign. They went up in a hot air balloon. Oh, yeah. Well, that and was, she didn't see the sign. That was the first time. Yeah. I'm talking about the second time with the, like, those <laughs> oh, two yes. lost fishermen <laughs> boating by. They're like, we found this in the uh, water. Will you marry me? Yeah. So this was nice. Uh, Jimena's impressed with it. He, he put some effort into this. So she's impressed. And so Mike gives a little speech. Using his little device. And <laughs> luckily for him, it worked. Well, because he used the cell phone. He, he threw the Tamagotchi oh, he? Okay, away. Okay. He went cell phone. And that never fails, so I don't understand why they don't use that every time. But he used it here. He gives this little speech. He's like, happy to be here. I'm leaving soon. I'm sad about that, but happy everyone could get together for this special occasion. And he starts talking about the things Jimena wanted him to change. And now he's working on those changes. And Jimena's like, yeah, Mike's improving (laughs) <laughs> but he should keep practicing when he gets back to the States. Yeah, pra- Mike, keep practicing. Practice clenching those butt cheeks. <laughs> yes, every definitely. Day, every day, just practice that clench. And folding your clothes. Folding your clothes. Stop keeping burping. It, keeping the burp inside you. Yeah, just keep a, all your gas A little in. practice every day goes a long way. So then Mike's just like, everybody, everybody, attention, please. Can I have your attention, please? And I really wished he was just like, <laughs> like I wish <laughs> he riffed one right then and there, but he didn't. He wants to say a few nice things about Jimena. In Spanish. Good for you. Yeah. He, In Spanish. Yeah, he practiced for this one. He was like, I'm thankful I met you. You are my other half. You complete me, which I think is a line from, from Austin Powers. <laughs> Like, I, I can see him like watching com- Austin Powers taking notes. You complete me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I love your children as if they're mine. When we're together, I don't care about anything else. You keep me tidy and I love you. Te amo. Harold Steven and Juan David. Loving, applauding, loving standing loving ovation. It. Yeah. Then the cake comes out. The cake. The cake has the ring, which... A little cheesy for my time. It's got a ring on it. It's got a sign on it. Yeah. 
And that was this long, like him and, him and us crying. And there was this long <sighs> pause. And I literally thought she's going to say, uh, no, because I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Right. Instead, she it is very dramatic. Cut the tension with a knife. She's looking around. Her family's looking at her. Yamir's like, come on, daddy needs a new toaster. Say yes. Please say yes. Mommy's like, who's going to pay for your apartment? See, see. <laughs> yeah, mom's just making that cash sign with her hands, like rubbing her fingers together. And Amen is just crying, not saying anything. So Mike's like, all right, um, let's move this thing along. He takes the ring off the cake and asks in Spanish, will you marry me? And, and we got to see. We got to see. Amen is like, yes. Yes, I want a new TV. I mean, yes, <laughs> I do want to marry you. And Jimena tells the cameras, like, I wasn't sure that we'd have a future together. But when I saw the cake and the nice words and I remembered all the love, how he won the affection of my family, like, why would I say no? Even Yamir is crying. Yamir's crying. Who and David cannot wait for yeah, him to get married. Everyone's happy. Yeah. And Mike's like, all my dreams have come true. I'm not just marrying Jimena. I'm gaining an instant family. I get to play with Juan David's Legos. He gets to play with mine. <laughs> it's win-win all around. I was laughing at the word instant, but it's so true. He gets an instant family. Just like that. Yeah, it's like instant noodles. Just like that. Just add water. Yeah. Just add Legos. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's happy. Everyone's pumped. Yamir wishes them both happiness, welcomes Mike to the family. And it's time to hop on Duolingo, Mike, and learn some Spanish. And so Mike is leaving, as we all knew. He's going to. And first I was like, wait a minute. It's just episode nine. I know. WTF. And I told John, he's going to come back. He has to come back. I will say, Teresa said, before we saw. Yeah, before we saw the previews. And he's going to come it. back. But before he comes back, he has to leave. Yes. So, well, Yamir asks, are you going to return soon? And Mike's like, yeah, I'm going to try to come back in a couple of months. And Yamir's like, we'll be here waiting. Don't forget my iPod. <laughs> Did you see during this whole time, like Mike is kind of packing, talking to the fam. He met us sitting down and Harold Steven is tying her shoes. No. He was tying her shoes. Such I'm a like, well-behaved Harold Steven. Is he Steven. practicing or is this like a child labor? Like what's going on? <laughs> That's that's a beautiful that's beautiful, Teresa. Is it? It's a beautiful moment. Can't wait to have kids so they can tie my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, the plan is for Mike to to go home. He's got to work, but he's going to return so they can get married. Once they're married, apply for the spousal visa, and then bring Jimena and the boys to New York. And Jimena can't wait to marry Mike, which is, it's good. It's good, but I didn't see her being this excited. No. No. I don't, and we'll see. I don't think she is in coming episodes. Did but. you see the parting gift that Mike gave to yeah. Harold so Steven? <laughs> I think I think he must have gotten a lot of negative feedback when he wore it because he he immediately gave Harold Steven that He's hat. He's like Harold Steven, I got something for you. Your hair looks better on you, kid. You take the hat. Yeah, Juan David gets nothing. I'll say. Poor Juan David. I just want to put that out there. He gets nothing. Just a promise that Mike's going to come back. Mm-hmm. So then they head to the airport and on the ride over, Jimena's like, I would marry you right now just so I could live by your side. Like that's a 180 too. 
Yes. Right? This 182, is the, like Blink 182. Blink 182. Nice. <laughs> this, is, this is another like sad story with a happy ending where we didn't think it wasn't going very well. Wait for it. Well, I will wait for wait it. Wait for I'll it. I'll have to wait a week or so. Mm-hmm. But Mike's like, you know, I'll be back ASAP. Don't worry. I'm coming. They get to the airport. Jimena has a gift for Mike. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is gift giving this segment. A medal of virgin. Medal of the virgin to watch over and take care of him. Which is nice. It's um, a nice thought. And, and she's she, crying. I was going to say, she actually looked sad yeah. to see him go. And they hug and kiss and tiamo each other and he's one last, off. One last tiamo. But I was surprised that leaves. she was so emotional. I know. But something's going to happen because we saw the previews. Something's Something's going to go off. Because Mike's going to come back and it's not going to be as lovey-dovey as it was right now. Mm-hmm. We'll wait. We'll see. We'll wait. Let's check. Let's check if there is 90 next week because of the Super Bowl. I don't think there is. It would be silly if there was because no one's going to no watch it. But, I mean, people watch it on demand all the time. True. We'll, we'll see. Let's see. You guys will know. We'll know. We'll keep you posted. You keep us posted. Me or our friends? Our friends. Oh, okay. You let us know, guys. <laughs> we'll do whatever you tell if us. If you find out, if you find out before us, well, I'm just gonna go on the schedule. Shoot us a message. I'm just gonna go on the schedule and look. I was gonna do that too. Okay. Okay. All we'll right. keep you posted. All right. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> All right. Um, and to keep you guys posted, follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Okay. A lot of good stuff over there. Theresa promised she's gonna come up with a meme. Oh, so. I will. I think I already did. So follow us and we'll see if she's true to her word. So Married to Reality Pod on Instagram, Married to Reality on Facebook. Good times all around. Also make sure you guys follow the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Just smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as this freaking episode. Because Ooh, it was hot. It's pretty hot. It was hot. Pretty steamy. Yeah. Also, we got merch, guys. We got mugs, T-shirts, sweatshirts, pine glasses, all. If you guys are upset, stressed, have been stood up at an airport and you need a glass to drink out of, go to MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. <laughs> click the button for the store. Get yourself a pine glass or a mug. Who knows how you get down? Maybe you hide a little whiskey in your coffee. Yes, I don't know. do it. Do just, it. Just do it. It makes Teresa happy. So check that out. Also, thank you again for the reviews. We really appreciate those. Thank you, Neptune Vegas. Thank you, Neptune Vegas. Be like Neptune Vegas and leave us leave a review. Leave us a review. But okay. This was a beautiful review. Thank you. It was a very beautiful review. All right. That is it. I think I've said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. Sure have. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.